Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah. Scarface, Big Mike, and Butch Wick. 
some of that ghetto dope process. Fifth Ward, Texas. Oh, yeah. Priesthood back in this motherfucker. This noble and pool minister Jew. You there? What's happening? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good, family? Listen, we want you to sit back, relax, and ride with us on some spiritual gangster shit tonight. Now, I don't know what y'all been reading. But in all spiritual traditions, God appears as a gangster, especially in the Bible. See, I got a bone to pick with you conspiracy theorists, niggas. Because this is a cease and desist from teaching the public that the white man is going to one day imprison and exterminate the population. Now, I'm going to say this. If you're so damn knowledgeable about a King Alfred plan in the Rex 84, then you need to be preparing the people for war. And better than that, you need to go where the bully is and push his shit back. Stop scaring the people. And better yet, the real question, the real question becomes, where is God in the equation? See, if the white man or any man plans to systematically kill off a population, where is the God you say you believe in? Why every time some racist shit go down, you automatically assume it's the Illuminati and not your God? See, if God is alive, all-wise and all-knowing, then your God not only knows about the police killings, your God ordered the hit. So your Walter Scotts and Mike Browns, they could have survived the shots and it could have been the miracle that was televised. And you will see God then, oh, it was a miracle. Thank God. God is good. But when the situation is not in the favor of your senses, you blame the Illuminati and racism. You reject God when faced with adversity and that angers God. So I want to take you to the book of Job. For you Bible thumpers and you say you believe in God and you believe in the Christ. Come on over to the book of Job, chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. When the day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan came amongst them. And the Lord said to Satan, which cometh thou? And I'm going to put it in the hood term so you understand. Whence cometh thou? That means Satan. What's up, my nigga? Where you been? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro in the earth, walking up and down in it. So Satan comes in the midst of God. And God didn't kill Satan. He could have killed him. But you better ask your God why he didn't kill Satan. Why didn't you get the bad guy that's causing a ravage and a rage all over the earth? Why didn't you get him? Not only that, he said, where you been? What's up? So he said, I've been walking down the earth chilling. So God then goes on and say, well, listen, man, have you considered my servant Job? He's a good man. He shuns evil and he appraised me. And 
Satan go back and forth with him. Like, listen, man, take that hedge away from him that you got around him, and I'm going to test him. And if you do this, he's going to come over to my side of reality. And God said, Satan, you got a deal. So now your God makes deals with the devil. Come on. You got to grow up tonight and real fast, real fast, because God makes deals with the devil. Real simple. So now the deal is on. So then some some famine hit his livestock and whatnot, and Job fell down to the earth, and he didn't curse God. And Satan comes the next day and said, damn it, God, you won the first round. But now I need you to do this. Remove this from him, and I'm going to test him, and he's going to shun you. And God said, you got another deal. So now your God is a double-filling God with Satan. But Job said something. He said something very, very key in chapter 2, verse 9. His wife said unto him, Doest thou still retain thy integrity? For whatever you do, don't curse God and you will die. And Job looked at her like a G. And he said, Thou speakest as one of those foolish women speaketh. In other words, in the hood, and I got to give it to you, will you understand it to the core of the hood? In other words, Job said, Bitch, shut up. Job said, thou speakest as one of those foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall we not receive evil? So Job questioned and said, what do you mean? I ain't going off the path. I don't have to curse God because he did bad to me. I understand that the bad comes from God. I don't see no devil in this situation. I see God. That's the moral of the story. And then the editors put, and all this did not job sin with his lips. So when he told his wife that God gives the evil, which you think was the devil, they told you when Job said this, he did not sin with his lips. Job understood that God made a deal with the devil. In essence, if you're going to tell me that the devil was an angel that fell from heaven, then we got to come to the question that God made a devil. And he did it willingly. Because if he didn't do it willingly, now you're saying that God don't know everything, and that's okay, because we can have a dialogue about that too. But you know you under the perception that God knows everything. So God knowingly and willingly made a devil. And now God makes deals with the devil. So, I want you to follow these chain of events and Google this shit I'm about to drop on you real fast. The KKK, who you call the racist. The KKK organized themselves on Stone Mountain. And you can go to YouTube and pull up videos of when they did the official inauguration as a group. You want to talk racism in black and white? Well, let's talk about it. But when you approach what you will see to be injustice, you have to put on the lens of God. Tune your vision to God. 
So the KKK organizes on Stone Mountain. That's a fact. November 2013 for the spring equinox, a special group was assembled to go to Stone Mountain to release the negative thought forms of KKK members who have done a grand ceremony to organize themselves on a mountain. And you know mountains are always synonymous with something spiritual. Moses in the mountaintop, the angels come down on the mountains. We don't have to even get into that. Mountains are spiritual. And we was met by intense fog. And you will see it on the website, My Astrology Coach, go to events, go to the latest seminar that's upcoming on 7-Eleven, and look at the pictures for yourself and see the fog on top of the mountain. The priesthood, Minister Jew, and myself performed a sacred rite to, to banish the fog out or off the mountain. And look at the after picture. You'll see them together. And when everybody was finished, the fog was gone. Now, fog have always been synonymous with thoughts because you say, well, I had, you know, uh, I had a foggy mind. You're clouding my judgment. Clouds, thoughts, your thoughts are not flowing freely. Pay attention to what you say and how you come back to nature, which is God. So April 7th, we banished the cloud. You see that? The fall, rather. April 7th, Minister Julie's a radio show with the special participants who came to the equinox and cleared the fog. And that was on April the 7th to do a radio show. And the same day, an earthquake went off in Lincolnton, Georgia. Only thing you got to do is just go to the um, website that monitors earthquakes, and you'll see that an earthquake went off on April the 7th. In Lincolnton, Georgia, and this happened two hours after we went on the radio show talking about Stone Mountain. Now, Lincolnton, Georgia and Stone Mountain, Georgia are on the same parallel. They're both 33 degrees north of the equator. 33, okay? Because you're going to see that in the story about Walter Scott. Now, but why Lincolnton? Because that will automatically fix your conscience to Abe Lincoln. Anytime you hear Lincoln, you think of two things. Abe Lincoln in the Lincoln car. Automatic. So that was to show you to put your focus in on Lincoln, who's known for the black and white aspect. Now, see, it was Abe Lincoln, the white spirit, who was black because he went against the status quo and formed the Civil War to free your black ass. So you better start looking at spirit a little differently. Because God is with you so much that they will give Europeans, call who may call themselves the Northerners, an idea that says what they're doing down south is slavery, they're going to cut it the fuck out or we're going to go to war. And thus, a civil war began. See, the record don't show that black folks as slaves rebelled and they got together with the Native Americans who are black folks as well and family, and they band together and they successfully or even fought back together against European inquisition and conquest. No, the record shows that it took a group of Europeans from up north to get together and say, listen, they're going to cut it out down south or we're going to war. 
Now, it was South Carolina, because we're talking about Walter Scott, so you can see the whole picture, since you want to see black and white. It was South Carolina, which is one of the first African slave ports, Charleston, but it was South Carolina who was the first to secede from the Union when Abe Lincoln was elected, because they knew that he had the plan to free the black man and woman. So they went back to South Carolina, and I want you to listen to me damn closely. I mean closely. Them white folks saw Abe Lincoln get elected and said, we're going back to South Carolina, which is our home, and they started to attack Fort Sumter. And at Fort Sumter, like summer, which is interesting, Fort Sumter, there was a ship called the Star of the West. Oh, you can look this up. This was docked, which was a, now watch this. Watch how the spirit works for you. It was a civilian ship hired by the United States to carry guns and ammunition into South Carolina, the state that's about keeping you as a slave, the state that you just saw murdered Walter Scott. The spirit world from up north said, no, we're going to hire a merchant ship don't put a warship down there. This is the art of war. We're not going to put a warship down there. We're going to let a merchant ship look like regular civilian ship, and it's going to carry the guns and cannons into the slave territory. And the ship is called the Star of the West. Now, you niggas out here teaching. You want to understand war? then you must understand the stars. That's real simple. See, how you think that you're going to complain and possibly go up against a nation whose whole flag, which is their model, you want to rock red, you want to rock blue, that's cool. We're going to rock red, white, and blue with stars and fathers. But notice, them stars is yours. You've been duped to think that this is not your spiritual system what the flag represents it's a Syrian flag always has been always will be see listen real closely real closely because I want you to know that the biggest and most successful satellite radio company is Sirius Satellite only because they chose to name themselves after Sirius Star Okay, which is really a sun, which is the brightest star in all of the sky. They named themselves after the mother cosmic principle, the Syrian star. And when you align yourself up galactically with the cosmos, God becomes alive and grants you whatever it is that you desire. Thirteen stars and stripes and the 13 colonies, all of that back then at that time at the origin of the country was aligning themselves up with Sirius because on July 4th, Independence Day, the sun appears directly in front of the star Sirius. It's as if they rise together, travel throughout the sky together, and then they set together. That's July 4th. Well, on July 4th, when we chart the sun, the sun is 12 to 13 degrees Cancer. So at 13 degrees Cancer is serious, 
Therefore, we're going to have 13 stars and stripes. You understand? So later, as the country chose to evolve, God said we're going to acquire 50 states to represent the 50 stars. But the 50 stars and the 50 states represent how serious and this companion star, it's a star right next to it that you can't see with a telescope. You can't even see it. And it's another one, too. They really never talk about that one. They ride together and they do like this figure eight. looks like the number eight. They do this little dance with each other. It's like they cross tracks like DNA, your DNA does, like the number eight. They do this dance approximately every 50 years. So thus, when the 50 cent comes into the picture, because God is going to communicate to you through your culture, to your, through your culture, okay? So when you see 50 cent, then it's going to be a hit. When you see Jehovah, who is the God of the Bible, which is the Bible of the land, this whole nation swears in on this particular book unless you request a different book to go with your faith. But it's Ten Commandments on the course, on the course here. Okay, so when you see Jay Z, the most successful, the greatest that done it on a lot of standards, he embodies what the supreme God principle. So take you back April fourth. You're going to see an earthquake that goes off in Lincolnton. When you understand the Lincoln aspect and you understand the star of the West, you understand the stars of your flag is talking about an ancient place that has been on record in Dogon history of West Africa. Egyptian history shows you they had temples built to Sirius, and it was dedicate, dedicated to the goddess Mayat. I mean, I'm sorry, the goddess Isis. Okay? So this is very real. On April 30th, your next point put together, a petition surfaced to remove the racist faces off the mountain. Only thing you got to do is Google Stone Mountain Petition, and that happened on April 30th. Now, here we come in March, banish the cloud off the mountain that the KKK do, do a radio show on April 7th, talk about we've been to the mountaintop, which is the name of the radio show, because you have to fulfill the prophecy of Martin Luther King. Okay. And you hear him in the speech directly say Stone Mountain, okay? Earthquake goes off to alert you to let you know, okay, yeah, this is real. This is God speaking. Then, 23 days later, on the 30th, an online petition surfaced and was on the news that the racist faces on Stone Mountain needs to come off. Okay? Now, a year later, on March 1st, 2014, the KKK rallied in Atlanta, and we are yet to make a rebuttal. So see if this resonates with you and your soul, and if you are a soldier of God, 
we'll see you in Atlanta on 7-Eleven for the stump off. So visit the website and My Astrology Coach. Hit the events tab, hit seminars. We'll see you there if you're a soldier of God. But back in 2011, I told you, Minister Jew was coming. Minister Jew, go ahead and hit him with some of that good spiritual gangster shit. All right, man, that's what it is, man. <clears throat> well, the beer said quite a bit, and it was definitely necessary to set the table for this show tonight. Um, I want to say this, man, that truth told in a tale shall enter in at lonely doors. And what does that mean? A lot of people have problems with these holy books because they make arguments based off these books being secular history. And these texts couldn't be farther from that. They are autobiographical stories told in symbol or symbolic form in order for you to uh, have something present as an external source when you start to awaken from within. When the pattern inside of you starts to awaken as God in the flesh, you'll have a reference guide to men and presumably women in the past who've experienced the same phenomenon that you're experiencing on a day-to-day basis, all right? These symbols and these allegories, right, the, all of these texts are written in a way where your right brain, right hemisphere of your brain has to be online to even start to delve into the nature of what is being expressed, all right? It is similar to a student who has just learned fractions in math trying to be taught or learned in calculus. It's almost an impossible feat. In fact, it really is. You have to break the components down in a way where that student will be able to follow a pattern or a guideline. That way, when they awaken to the truths inside of them through the symbol literacy, the mathematics, etc., etc., they can see the pattern unfold in front of them. So when you hear us mention scripture in our dialogue, especially me, I am not talking about it in a secular way, all right? I am talking about it in a symbolic way where you have these experiences internally, and then you have these experiences objectively that match almost identically with some of the stories that were that were scribed thousands of years ago to let you know that they were 
basically talking about different states of consciousness, okay? So I have two scriptures here that I want to read because we're going to talk about tonight your weapon of use in this particular age or at this particular time, all right? And you're going to have to go down this trail of being symbol literate to be able to understand it. If you're viewing this wholeheartedly from a left brain orientation, you are not going to understand it. You're going to fight it. You're going to struggle with it. You're going to want to reason with it. You're going to want to apply so much logic to it. However, when we get done breaking this thing down, you're going to be able to see this thing laid out clearly. You're going to be able to use your logical mind to wrap around exactly what we're saying. But in essence, in order to get the wisdom from it, you have to be thinking from a right brain orientation primarily. So in 2 Corinthians 4.18, it says, So we do not focus on what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Hebrews 11 and 3, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now stop. What are they saying? I'm going to break this down to you very simply. I want you to stop, and I want you to become aware of your present environment. I don't care where you're at. Living room, bedroom, car, furniture store. I don't care where you're at in your present environment. I want you to look around at everything that your physical senses can identify in your immediate location. Chair, table, laptop, telephone, pen, refrigerator, microwave, clock, TV, you name it. There is not one thing that exists on this planet that was created by a man or a woman that did not first come from the unseen world of thought, period. Not one thing. Everything that you see in your immediate environment came out of the imagination of a man or a woman. I don't care what it is. It first was thought of in the imagination of a man or a woman. When you first open up the scripture and they talk about on the first day this was created, second day, yada, 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 and it says, and God saw that it was good. Ask yourself a question. This force that we're calling God, because we're viewing it as an external thing when it's not, you are the God. It is inside of you. But since we're reading it as an autobiography of someone who went through the experience of awakening, to put it inside of a tale so that you can later on have a reference point when you start to have these experiences to give yourself a check, why would the author pen that God had to see that something was good? What is it about observation or having to look at a thing in order for it to be substantiated in the mind of God? 
when you translate the word saw in that particular verse, it comes out to a Hebrew word, chazar, which translates to imagine. So that changes the whole perception of how you just interpreted the verse. It did not say God saw. It said, and God imagined that it was good. Why is this important, Minister Jew? Because at that point, you realize that we're dealing with an unseen principle that brings everything into physics or physical existence. But we get caught up in the physical world, right, and start looking at all these quote-unquote tangible things because our senses can now identify with them as being quote-unquote real. But the last time I checked, the creation is never greater than the creator. So if the invisible realm of your mind, which we're calling your imagination, which no man can see, but you internally, right, or subjectively, right, then we have to ask ourselves a serious question. Is the power in the physical or is the power in the invisible, which takes us to the realm of quantum physics? Because here is the place where we're dealing with the invisible particles that actually are responsible for all things that come into physical existence, electrons, protons, neutrons, electrons, et cetera, et cetera. We have to, we have to look at this, okay? So real quick, for the people who may be new on the line, they had an experiment performed called the double slit experiment where they shot these electrons through two slits that looked like the number 11. Imagine the number 11 and two and these, these electrons being fired in that direction. Under classical physics, these electrons, once they pass through the slit, should have took on the form of which it passed through, similar to water being pouring in and out of different shapes, and it takes the shape of whatever it's pouring into because of the physics of the glass. The water is lucid. It should take on whatever shape that is there. This is how physics works. Well, what the physicists found out was they said, well, wow, these electrons are not responding according to the laws of physics. When these particles pass through the slit, they're creating a wave phenomenon. And they said, this is impossible. So they said, let's put a camera, i.e. observation, because what does a camera do? A camera allows you to view something. It allows you to observe, i.e. fading Santana at the scene of the crime, in South Carolina, a camera was able to capture the event so that we can now view it. 
So now, when they put the camera behind the slit, the electron responded differently. It collapsed and it formed the number 11. They said, now this is strange. What is it about observation that has an effect on the invisible worlds? These invisible particles have collapsed out of their wave state into a particle state into the world of physics simply because somebody decided to look or we decided to put an object here that can record and act as an eyeball and now the probabilities and possibilities have changed. So how does this relate to the spirit, right? We had to get into some brain science. In your temporal lobes, primarily on the left side, okay, this is where man and woman derive their sense of self from, the I part, the me part. This is where you identify I, me, self, on the left side in the temporal lobe, primarily around the language centers of the brain. So if your higher, the fourth dimensional self, right, which is superior to gravity, which deals with light and particles, is trying to broadcast you a message, or you might want to say your ancestors who are in the realm of light is trying to broadcast you a message, right? How else do you think you're going to get it? It's going to come through some type of word, something that you can identify with in your sense of self so that you can get the download to start thinking, wait a minute, what is this pattern that keeps occurring with these same phrases or these same names or this same number or this same date? What is it? What is it about this that's going on? So in the movie Interstellar, in the movie Interstellar, it was a scene where a young lady, she noticed how these books in her room were falling from the shelf. And she said, they're falling in this particular pattern and Let's, let me go back to see if it's trying to spell something out to me. Now, this was a movie wholeheartedly about quantum physics and light and being able to be in one place in space and time and having a, an, an effect on another timeline in space and time all simultaneously. And the word stay end up being spelled out 
as later on in the movie, she, which ended up breaking the code for her to tell her father what he needed to be doing in the realm of 3D, I mean, in the realm of 4D and 5D, where all these things were collapsing upon one another. But why is this important? Why is it the word that's important in the quantum? If we take it to the Egyptian creation story in the Ago, where you had these eight forces that come together to create Ra or the physical sun, they say that there were only two deities that existed inside of the Ago before these forces actually were brought into manifestation. They say it was Tahuti and Mayat. Tahuti being the scribe, the linguist, right? Uh, the orator, the magician. Mayat, obviously, uh, justice, reciprocity, balance, etc., etc. So your ancestors were telling you then that these are the things or the principles that actually will start to shake the quantum if you know how to tap into these invisible spectrums of light. Better yet, these invisible particles of light that are responsible for your physical reality. You can alter physical matter when you understand the word linguistics, balance, reciprocity, and justice. In other words, righteous thought. So, I give you an example of this. And you can go Google this. You can go read about this. You can research this. There was a book that came out in the late 1800s. And he was an aspiring author. He had already wrote a couple books. And he was desperate. He was trying to find a hit to sell, to, to feed his family. And he wrote a book. I think it was like 1898, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around there. I, I, I should have got the exact year. But once I give you the title and the names, you can go find it just for yourselves. He wrote a book where he had a large cruise liner sail from the Netherlands across the Atlantic that ran into an iceberg, crashed into the Atlantic Ocean, carried over 3,000 passengers. The boat, now this is quote-unquote a fictional story, killed 2,000-plus people on the boat, crashed in his book in the month of April, went up to 25 knots in speed in the book, right? Uh, only had uh, life boat or life jackets for only half of the people on the boat. In his book, it was considered an unsinkable boat. The of his boat in his book was called the Titan, the Titan. This was before the Titanic was even conceptualized. This was like 14 years prior. Roughly 14 years later, a cruise liner sails off the same coast, crashes into an iceberg, 
in the middle of the Atlantic kills half the crew members, the people, all the people on the boat, doesn't have enough life jackets for only half of the people on the boat, went up to 25 knots in speed, and crashed in the month of April. Is this shit a coincidence? That's my question tonight. Is that type of shit a coincidence? What I am expressing to the people tonight, once we understand the power of the mind, control thoughts, your pen to paper in the name of justice, you ain't got to pick up no fucking weapon. You can manipulate this matrix with your mind. I'm talking mystery shit tonight. The priesthood is tapped in to this realm. We have done this over and over and over again. So when I hear people crying about injustice, I say, well, they must have not been listening to us for the last four years. But we're causing events to happen in this world that are making world news. Could you imagine what would happen if we got a thousand people at the same time in the same place with the same intent? What would happen on this planet? This is the question. I want you to go Google that tonight. So, Daniel Chapter 12, verse 1 reads, At that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to the same time, and at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. Daniel, chapter 12, verse 1. Now, Minister Jew, what does this mean? You see, Michael is a spiritual force that exists inside the subconscious realm of your being that is permeating at that deeper level as a wave. The moment you start to observe this particular field of light or particle, or, or, or because this energy moves from wave to particle simultaneously. The moment you start to observe, i.e., double slit experiment, i.e., and God saw, i.e., the human imagination, i.e., the Titanic versus the Titan, the moment you start to observe this wave that exists in your subconscious mind, the moment it will start to show up as a particle in the physical objective world to do your bidding and take on whatever host it needs to to facilitate divine judgment. You see? So now, can we look at the men that have come before us to get a clue? Is Minister Jew off his rocker? Hell no. Look at all the greats that have came down through our culture. Michael Jordan, Michael Vick, 
Michael Jackson, Michael Tyson, Michael Johnson. Why have all the greatest of the greats come in with that particular signature? And by the way, Martin Luther King was not born Martin. Martin Luther King was born Michael. Go research that. Whose partner, when he got assassinated, was one of the only ones saying to pick up your weapons and let's get it on, went by the name of Carmichael. As in Stokely, Carmichael. So every time we see these events happening in the news, I've been pointing this out for three years. I got over 50 links with this phenomenon. Over 50 major stories. Major. I'm not talking about no local news. I'm talking about CNN, MSNBC. Why has this signature been chosen? You see, so when we look at this phenomenon, we just come off of goddamn Michael Brown, who at his visual had a goddamn tombstone that read Star Power Prayers. And we get, we trying to utilize all these other methods to get justice. But you start talking about the God force and man, and then everybody just shut up in there. You know, it's the Illuminati did it. It's a conspiracy. It's, 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 it's that's some bullshit. It's a bullshit. And the deal is this. We got this cop in South Carolina whose name is Michael. See, see, the spirit will move through these stories in order to get you to awaken. Like, goddamn, like how many times the spirit keeps saying, well, how many times do I got to show these niggas Michael? How many times I got to show them this shit? When, are they, when is this me, self, I, that they're, that they're uh, paying attention to as their sense of self, when are they going to start looking at this, this, these words or this language and say, well, goddamn, man, this is like the 20th goddamn time that this shit done popped up again. It's got to be something trying to communicate with me from the level of the quantum, which is my internal, subconscious, subjective state. Right? So, so, <clears throat> what happens is, and, and, and I want to explain, and it's good that your senses get around when you see this shit. It's supposed to. It's supposed to. You're supposed to get upset. But you're not, you don't know how to use that, that limpic brain energy and translate it over to a a, a more powerful source that exists and, exi- and resides inside of you. Are you doing your collective thoughts together at the same time? Like we just did on Daytona Beach. See, the beautiful thing about us and my astrology coach, see, we know black folks. This, this is how black folks work. They say, well, I got to see some proof. We just can't take it on your word. We don't want to hear you had no revelation or something was revealed to you. We, no, 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 no. We're, we're scientists. We're dealing with knowledge. We got you to gotta send it through the test tube, buddy. That's, that's, that's black folks, right? So what we did, we said we're going to document it. Not only are we going to document it, 
we're going to have eyewitness testimony. We got between Atlanta Stone Mountain and Daytona Beach, Florida, me and Noble Ann Poole and the rest of us at My Astrology Coast got well over 50 eyewitness testimonies to what we're saying. 50 eyewitness testimonies to what we're saying. We collectively made elemental forces dissipate. Why? Because we got the formula on how to turn your collective thought into a goddamn laser. The question is, who do you want to aim it at? That's the question. Who do you want to aim it at? You're so mad, right? So what happens? Now, we got a bunch of people who be saying, oh, man, they talking this Bible talk, right? You know, that's not organic, yada, 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 yada. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something else about the double slit so you can understand. You're embarrassing life when you do that, and I'm going to tell you why. Because all of these cultures are relative. This is why. They're telling primarily the same goddamn story. So we live in a time, right, where uh, black folks in general in the Western Hemisphere have adopted a whole new doctrine or religion or practice their form of spirituality through the Bible. So now, light, show you how intelligent light is. When they put the recording device behind the double slit and the light collapsed into a, uh, when the light collapsed into a particle, they had a recording device with a tape inside of it so that they can capture what was going on. Then the physicists tried to outsmart the light. You know what they did? They put a camera behind the wall or behind the slit, but they took the tape recorder out and just left the light plugged, left the camera plugged up with the red light glowing and showed that it was on as if it was actually recording, but there was no tape, like an empty tape. You know, you know, you, if something happens at a grocery store, they really didn't have a tape in, but they had the camera running, but they didn't have no tape. So they, when you go check, it's nothing on the tape because there was no tape there. Do you know when they tried to fool the light, you know what the light did? It said, oh, no, 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 no. You cannot trick me. And went right back to a wave. It said, no, I know it's nothing watching me, so I'm going back to my original state. I'm going to go back to a wave. Even though you got the camera behind there as if it's on, it was intelligent enough to know that it was no goddamn tape recorder in the goddamn device. So what does this have to do with these, with these, uh, this religiosity, Minister Jew? What does that got to do with it? See, the light understands that you have adopted a whole nother form of Spirituality. So it will utilize what you know in order to convey the message. Because you don't know what you knew 
4,000 years ago. And I'm not saying nothing wrong with that. That's great data. It's great, and it's true, and it's real. However, however, you're still in a position where somebody got their foot on your neck. So how else with this intelligent light that you are yearning for from the deepest parts of your mind for justice and freedom and, and revenge, shit, how else am I going to get your attention other than through a spiritual system that you're practicing today? How else? So I'm going to give it to you and Mary, John, Michael, Daniel, just like the dude that choked Eric Garner out was Daniel. Like, I, 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 man, I've documented this shit for three years, man. It is what it is. You're going to keep seeing it. The dude in the Walmart who got shot because he was walking in there with the fake air gun, his name was John. You're going to keep seeing these biblical references in all these goddamn stories. And all these goddamn, you're not going to be able to get away from it. Because it is trying to awaken to say, well, wait a minute, man. Why do we keep, it's got to be something spiritual going on because this is the book that we identify with spiritually. So maybe when that, when that clicks in their mind, maybe they'll find Minister Jew. Or they'll find Noble Ampu, or they'll find somebody who's talking along these same lines because now the inner light inside of them has now been cut on, and now they're collapsing these waves into particles, and they will find the message so that this thing can ring loud and clear. Oh, by the way, the Genesis joint that happened years back, the head guy, or the, the, the head young man, well, who got all the media publicity for it? His name was Michael Bell. Michael Bell. Go Google it. Go find the data. So, light knows your current mental state. All right? And you see it, and it's it been happening forever. It's been happening forever. You, listen, this is this, how cold the spirit world is. It has. It was going down when Jonathan Jackson ran up in the courtroom and got gangster. The light was trying to correspond to you then to get into your mind and get you to understand what the tool was to use. Because once you understand this, you turn into one of the Smiths in the Matrix and you're able to take over somebody else's host in order to do your will. And then when it's over, the ghosts get ghosts and whatever happened, happened. You see? So what happened? Jonathan Jackson ran up in a spot in the courtroom and said, Raphael, you're going to keep seeing these angelic forces, these biblical forces, just like the two cops that got gunned down in New York by the dude who uh, ran up on them and, and, and shot him dead in the police car and said he did it for the Michael Brown joint. And everybody was, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The cop that got shot, his name was Raphael, the, the, the witness, and I got the links, the witness who witnessed it from the rooftop, his name was Uriel. Uriel, you're going to keep seeing witness, victim, perpetrator, etc. You're going to keep seeing these forces in these stories because they're trying to awaken something in you so that you can understand the tools that you have available to use quote-unquote, as a defense mechanism at this particular time. 
So Jonathan Jackson runs up in the in the spot in San Rafael with a Angela or an Angel Davis runs up in the spot, and who does he end up having help him? A Rochelle L. We know is the God factor, the L. Magi or Magi, and he gets help from a dude named Christmas, William Christmas. So you'll keep seeing all of these type of names occur in these stories to jog your 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 memory of what forces you need to be using to go to war. See, when they talk about you fighting against principalities, that shit is real. You're fighting against unseen states of consciousness. Why? How, you, how the hell you think we go on Stone Mountain and doing our theatrical shit, banish these goddamn clouds with the intent to go up there to remove those negative thought forms that exist? A couple, not even two weeks later, a white man comes out and creates a petition to say we want that racist shit off the mountain because it shouldn't be up there. That's derogatory. We shouldn't have it up there. Only for a year later, for the KKK in the same month of March, one year later, come back on the same mountain and get busy again. What is directing them? What's coming through through the spirit realm for them? Because, see, they got motherfuckers on the other side, too, and particles that are, are waging war against the priesthood and the righteous of men down here who are looking for justice. See? This shit ain't no game, man. It ain't no game. And um, uh, you have stories like when my man Charles Ramsey, right, or Ramses, Ramsey, busting in. Who did he bust in with? See, you probably don't remember this part of the story, but he's not the one that kicked the dough down. He's not the one that kicked the dough down. The dude who kicked the dough down name was Angel Cordero. Go check it. You're gonna, and he didn't speak no English. But that was the spirit world way to let you know that this is on some other shit. You're going to have to interpret this shit different. See, you keep looking at this shit out of your first lens. You, you know, you're dealing with one, four vision. We're trying to take you to two, four, three, four, four, four vision. You see? So, so getting to this case with this gentleman who got shot down here, right? Uh, we already mentioned the cop's name is Michael, but there was some other things that happened that you might not know about. See, Noble just talked to you about South Carolina and how they was the first to do their thing with the whole slave movement type of, type of jump off, right? Do you know the next day, it might have been a couple of days after, I think, one of the South Carolina's police officers took his own life. He took his own life. But he lived on a place called, um, it was, uh, what was the name of this spot this dude was residing in, Jew? Grand Oaks Plantation. So, so we got, we got, we got, we got one of ours that bit the dust, right? But it's a spiritual phenomenon that's going on here. And less than a few days later, mysteriously, in the same goddamn state, in the same goddamn region, dealing with the same goddamn police department, 
one of their own take his own life and he was living on the plantation? What is the spirit world trying to communicate? You see, this is how it moved. So, uh, so I'm looking at, and, and I want to I want to make this clear too because I want I want I want to get this out the way because people have a hard time with people that talk about revealed truths to them, right? See, wisdom is superior to knowledge, and when you get on that tree, you understand why, right? Things things become revealed to you as you start to move up. And your and your degrees of understanding how this thing works, and that this whole thing is, is is an internal job. It ain't got nothing to do with nothing external. Once you really start to understand that, a whole bunch of shit gonna start being revealed to you. And I mean, it's gonna be coming from all kind of angles. I mean, every day, all the time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's that's how it's gonna go down. So, so <clears throat> it was a. Uh, one of the um, the hieroglyphs dealt with uh, the king Doja, and it, it, it read he, he couldn't understand why the Nile wasn't flooding, right? And in the script, uh, his the God came to him and said, and, and this happened in his sleep. It came and, and this you could actually go verify this. I, I, I can I can send you the link. He said that I am Kanum, your maker, and explain how he is the fashioner or the potter of everything that exists, right? So you got an actual king who wrote out in the hieroglyph how God, right, which is a part of his own psychology, came through and revealed to him what it is that he was trying to find out, right? You also see this with a guy named Niels Bohr, who was a physicist. He actually was so engaged in atoms, and nobody, as far as in the European world, they hadn't figured out the structure of the atom. He was so engaged. He said one night he went to sleep, and when he woke up, he said it was revealed to him the structure of an atom. Lo and behold, couple, I think it was like the next year, he ended up winning the Nobel Prize because he discovered this, the structure of the atom, the electron cloud, the nucleus of the atom, yada, 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 right? And the reason that this is able to happen is because it is, it is a specific structure in your brain, primarily in the right hemisphere of your brain, which in the scripture in Exodus, they talk about the, this, is the, this is the code name for your goddamn weapon of defense. I'm going to tell you what it is. They call it the Ark of the Covenant in the scripture. And they talk about the mercy seat that sits on the right that has the two cherubim hovering over the mercy seat. They're talking about your hippocampus in the right hemisphere of your brain. When you translate the word cherub or cherub or cherubim, do you know, you think, you're probably thinking, it's these angels of fire with these wings. No. The translation literally comes out to mean an imaginary future. 
So why would the authors of this text tell you that you're a weapon of defense that has this mercy seat that sits on the right when you translate it in English, this is how it reads, but when you take it back to the organic language, it's telling you, no, your weapon of defense is this thing that sits in the right hemisphere of your brain that is dealing with your imaginary future. So in other words, how are you creating imagery in your own mind? Because that is what will be used in order to uh, fend off, and I'm just using this in, in this example because you could use it for whatever. But they're making it clear that if you, if you really want to go to war, you're going to have to start exercising this principle of your mind. See, how do we see this shit in today's time? It's called uh, the movie Knowing or the movie Enemy of the State. And obviously, oh, it's a conspiracy. They put it in the movies. No, 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 no. Let me tell you how this shit works. When you go sit in a movie theater, okay, when you go sit in a the movie theater, you are acting out the corresponding agents of a camera and a mind. And you're acting as the dark chamber of the camera and the chemical solution in the goddamn developing room with the light being at a certain pitch. When you sit down in one of these chairs and you start to have your senses engaged with what's going on on a 2D screen and you start sweating because somebody getting chased or you start crying because it's a sad scene in the movie or you start perspiring or whatever you're doing, even though it is not really happening in quote-unquote real life, but that's the question, what's real and what's not, you start to create a phenomenon in your senses that start to engage this thing as if this shit is happening for real. So you're helping perpetuate the image that is being created from the from the director's mind, and then all of a sudden, six months later after knowing, you get a goddamn oil rig explosion in the Gulf of Mexico. But the shit happened in the movie six months prior. This is how this shit works. Or you'll see Snoop Dogg in the New York, New York video kicking over goddamn buildings. And then Nova do a presentation pondering the question, hmm, did Snoop put this quantum shit into effect with these buildings 10, 12 years ago? You see? So, so, in this story that just happened in South Carolina, I said noble because I saw the clip on CNN and I said, man, I knew it was the spirit when I seen Michael. I said, okay, it's something there. We have to look because we're we going to have to be the ones that debunk this conspiracy shit and all, you know, everything to get you all spooked out and yada, 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 yada. And I said, it's going to be in that music, man, that the cop was playing. Because if you watch the joint on CNN, he was playing this record. I said, man, what the hell was the record he was playing? Because I'm looking for the symbols in the story, right? You have to make it come alive. So he's playing this record that's called, the officer in his car is playing this record called What It's Like by this guy named Everlast. This record came out like in 98. And in the record, and it's funny how spirit works. Just two weeks ago,
That's the record that you heard playing in the cop's car, right? Just two weeks ago, we was on the radio talking about judgment, right? That's how the spirit moves. Just two weeks ago, we on the radio talking about judgment. Now, what did this video that got produced by Faden Santana, what did the production of this video do to the senses of white America, right? The ones who, have, the ones who are not evil in their hearts, right? Because you hear black folks all the time saying, man, listen, man, they be planting stuff on us, they be lying, it ain't happen like that. Too many times you hear these stories, you know they're authentic, because we know how Rome get down, because Rome is the police department, make no mistake about it. That's the modern-day Rome, the motherfucking police. So, so, I told Noble, I said, man, I said, this video... Because if you listen to the lyrics in the song, he's basically saying, how would you feel if you were in somebody else's predicament? That is the basis of the record that the cop was playing, right? And now the world is, is finally got to see, because they caught it on camera, right? Observation, wave collapse, right? Now you get to see this collapsed wave as a particle and really get to look at it now. Right? And people are saying, well, man. Because you, you might have seen some videos before, and you know the police were, were vulgar in their behavior, downright beast mode, right? But in this video, you've seen this guy falsifying evidence. You see him not following the protocol. You see him breaking all of the rules that are supposed to apply when engaging the public as an officer. So now... They're, 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 people are not saying, well, wow. I, I, wow, being in their shoes, I see what the hell they're talking about. Not because you can't deny what you see as a collapsed particle. You cannot deny that. So, the, this guy, Everlast, he's known for a hit record that he did a collaboration on with none other than the great musician Santana. Now, wait a minute. This is how you'll start to be able to find links in the chain. They're always going to be there. The guy that took the video is fighting Santana. The cop who's playing this music, this artist, is most famously known for doing a collaboration with the artist Santana. But the name Santana corresponds to the saint, a saint, which saint is perpetuating this in order to shake up humanity and move things in a progressive nature forward. See, because sometimes what look like evil, right, is used in order for things to change in this world. I think it's Proverbs, I think it's what, 16 and 4. Even the wicked were made for a day of trouble. You see? So, so you have this correspondence between Santana. You're starting to see these same words keep appearing simultaneously with the people who are involved in the story. 
right? And Sant- and, and uh, Santana fighting was a barber, but when you go back and research barber, barbers were the high priests in the old order. So we keep getting this saint, high priest, right, wizardry, angels, etc., etc., inside of the thing when we look past our regular mundane perception of how we're viewing these events. But it gets better. The name of the record in which they did the collaboration on was called Put Your Lights On. Put Your Lights On. And we've been yelling to the public and for, to the people that if you want remedy in this situation, you're going to have to understand how to deal with light and these particles and understand how to manipulate those particles and ways to create events in this world. He got pulled over. Why? Because they say his goddamn light was out. They said his light was out. The tail light was goddamn broke. But the record, the, the artist is known who the officer is bumping for a record called Put On Your Goddamn Lights. What is the spirit world trying to communicate? The album that Put On Your Lights was on was called Supernatural. Supernatural. They, the spirit world trying to tell you it is through the supernatural and the phenomenon of life you're going to have to get off of the BS. And y'all don't y'all don't have to come holler at the priesthood because we got it documented, we got it recorded, we can show and prove this science over and over and over and over again. However. We want a laser. It's one or two events happening, three or four events happening. What happens when the hundredth monkey effect takes place? Huh? What happens? What happens? All kind of shit going to be jumping off down here. All kind of shit going to be jumping off down here. And congruence with your intent. So, so, you know, it's, it's, it's way beyond a conspiracy. It's way beyond a goddamn, listen, man, anybody selling you that you're going to a motherfucking King Alpha plan or a concentration camp, you need to immediately cut that shit off. Because they've been talking that shit for 30 years. Oh, uh, uh, create the problem. Uh, what, what is this shit called? Uh, create a situation, control it. You know, you know the term. Uh, they don't. The same ones that created the problem, going to solve the problem, going to come up with the solution to the problem. Listen, man. Listen, man. If that's the case, they've been doing that shit for thirty years. But but your end game is they try to have martial law and they finna put you in the camp. And they're going to do all of this shit. This, you've been hearing this shit for 30 years, man. 30 years. And it ain't happened yet. But I tell you what, imagining creates reality. Y'all keep on talking that shit, it don't happen. Because you are creating that imagery in people's mind, 
and you and, and the fear is an emotion that's strong, and you're gonna create, you're gonna collapse that goddamn wave into a reality. You keep talking that shit. You see? You say see? that. Hey, say that shit again. I wasn't gonna say nothing. Say that shit again. If you keep on saying that shit and repeating that shit. And you think that you think that it's somebody external to you that's going to do it? No, you're creating it. See, where the, where the fuck is the God in you? Like, like this? No, but you know how we talk about this all the time. Where is God at in it? Like, oh, listen, you believe in Allah, Yahweh, uh, El, whoever, right? But then turn around and say. Well, look what the white man going to do to us. <laughs> and the white man going to do this to us. And the white, and the white, nah, man, nah, nah. I'm telling you, I'm telling you what I know. Some of the stuff mm-hmm. that me and this dude done done is too gory to even talk about on the radio. This just a, this, listen, we just, we just feel the necessary when these things happen to come set the record straight from our perception or from our vantage point. Just saying, but I'm going to tell you, on 7-Eleven, we're going to put some work in on Stone Mountain. We're going to put the work in. We're going to put the work in. And, you know, it's just a testament, man, to, to, to the work, noble man. You know, you know it, just, it, it, it just is what it is, man. So, again, and closing, noble, you can come in and chime in. The deal is this, man. The deal is this. Always seek to find spirit first in the story. Always, always, always. Don't, don't, don't turn to them, they, or how they gonna do. No, turn to see if you can find any spiritual links or connections in the story to give you a broader perception of what is trying to be communicated. And then join us when we do shit like priesthood prophecy 2.0. Go to the website. Go Google that. Priesthood Prophecy 2.0. Read that prophecy, and then I'll, if anybody that's interested, email me at june1111 at gmail.com, and I'll show you what happened two days later. After we went out and did that meditation. I'll show you what happened in New York two days later. And we had many people participate, so y'all know, because I think we had a conference call or an online presentation to show it. So it's real, man. It's real. It's real. And uh, I'm going to come off it, man. Hey, minister. <clears throat> Tell them about that, um, that, that hippo and that white um, horse. Oh, man, the hippocampus? And the white oh mm-hmm. you know the, the, the Christ coming down on the white horse in Revelation? He talking about he talking right. about the hippocampus. That's what they talking about. That's what they talking about. And you got see, if it's in the body, it's in the heavens. And it all come online when you start to be, become consciously aware of what's going on internally inside of you. So you know what happened back in ninety eight? If you got a if you got a horse in your brain called the hippocampus, which they call the seahorse because it's shaped like a seahorse, right? You got a, you got a horse in your brain, then you, it got to be a horse in the goddamn sky. Where do we find a horse at? 
What constellation do we find a horse at? It's called Pegasus. So much so that the movie boys took it and made it a, uh, a logo for them. Right? You know, you, you see the big horse with the wings. What is that? Tristar? Is that what it is, Noble? I think it's Tristar. That's right. They got Pegasus as the logo. Right? So in 98... In 98, they just so happened to see some planets actually orbiting this sun out there in Pegasus. First time that they ever caught an image of this ever. Which meant if man is seeing it, then that means somebody on this planet is becoming conscious of it internally. Right? So, so... They find, they find it using the Gemini telescope. You see? Why is this relative? Because you always got to find yourself in a story. Minister Jew is a Gemini. You go, you're going to keep, oh, and by the way, the guy who actually made the observation name was Michael Mayer. That's me. The guy who actually made the observation of these, what they call hot Jupiters, orbiting this sun, name was Michael Mayer. Again, wherever there is a spiritual phenomenon happening, you're going to encounter that particular frequency because that essentially what they're really talking about is the energy at the base of your spine. That's Michael waiting to arise. That's why they say in that day, Michael shall rise. They're talking about that force in you that is God that is waking, waiting to awaken and climb the stairwell and exit your goddamn forehead. Look what they're talking about. And when it does, all the memory will return. All of it. You will remember that you're God. That's what's going to happen. You're going to remember it. That's right. So, right. so yeah, man. And right. when you read the Medusa story, when you when you read the Medusa story, right? Because uh, 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 she's the one that birthed Pegasus, right? They said she was standing in the temple of reason, right? And she was over, she was she was um, uh, over flooded with the with the waters, uh, uh, the, the waters of Neptune. Right? And what mm-hmm. they're really trying to tell you is, in the mythology, what they're trying to tell you is this, is that when you start talking about waters, and we know they're talking about a mental phenomenon, they're trying to tell you that when you get inside that limbic brain and you start using those structures in there accordingly, right, primarily in meditation, imagery, visions, Dreams, etc., etc. You're using your hippocampus on the right, which is responsible for your dreams, for your visions, and it is the only structure in the brain that responds to theta waves. So they're trying to tell you when you get into this region of your brain and you understand how it works, you start creating what look like miracles. Miracles. All kind of all these corresponding things will pop up. You'll start working what will look like magic, but it's really 
and the, the real calling of man to be able to create like God because he is God. And that's what I'm going to conclude. Yeah. See, your God is so wise that he will also communicate with you, as the minister pointed out, through your music. Your music has always been spiritual. It's always been your spiritual hymns. It's been your dancing to the drum and the fire. It's the sacred ceremony, ceremonial dance. So it's always, spirit is always going to communicate through music so you can see it in culture. You see? So God's right-hand man is the musician, always been, the poet, the visionary, the prophet, those who can see the future. See, I don't want to say this to be arrogant, but fuck it, it is what it is. If you can't tell us what's going to happen in the future, if you don't know that skill, then you're not telling us what is on God's mind for tomorrow. And until you can be able to do that accurately and clearly, then you need to be looking for the prophets that is amongst you who have the vision of God, who God communicates with, since you say God is real. Now, some of you teach the Illuminati is coming. Some of you teach health. Some of you teach economics and contracts. Some of us deal with relationships. There's a whole lot of things to teach in sciences of life, and all of that is needed. But the history of your books, all of your books, really show that, hey, you can get in tune with the infinite, get in tune with the God, and the God is going to communicate with you. The gift of prophecy. There's no prophets among you because nobody is running around here screaming the gospel of God in any shape, form, or fashion. Your health, your economics, your contracts, your money, you selling houses, you educating the children, all of these things are needed. But who is going to stand on God? That's the question. So it comes through the music. So when you see the Pegasus in the sky, the constellation, then you see Tristar movies and Universal films and Orion films and Sirius Radio and you know, all these things are starting off in space. All these movies starts off in space, and many companies have their name based off of some constellation or star or planet. Lionsgate, you know, has some type of reference to a celestial body in the sky because they respect the solar system that they're in that God created. That God created. Yo, God. So now you see the horse-shaped organ inside of the brain that the prime minister told you about, which looks like a seahorse. So then culture had it. If you wanna you got ride the white horse. Don't ride the white horse. If you wanna ride, don't ride the white horse. Hey, Jude, I'm fucking this on Yo. You always hey, gonna get it in your about. cultural experience. It's always gonna right. come through to you. Always. We got 26 minutes, and I want to say something too because you know I'm gonna put him in the background too, man. Uh, oh yeah. You know, I'll put him in the background so we can just hear him a little bit there. I want to say something about um. 
Jay Prince. You know, legend has it, you know, that um, he's the godfather of godfathers. And you have to respect the accomplishments that he has made as a black man. So much so that the city of Houston has declared Day Prince Day in honor of his work and 20-year commitment to the city of Houston in putting a multi-million dollar community complex in Fifth Ward to help the underprivileged. The city, the city says we're going to name a day after you, J. Prince Day. Okay? Now, you got to look at the mayor. The mayor. Now, Texas is the Lone Star State. Now, I'm going to have to give it to Texas because one of the best in the game, as we spoke about Jay-Z, he finds his feminine balance from a woman from Texas, from the South. The Lone Star. Star. And you're seeing the best example of mature, business, entertaining, loving relationships right in front of you. So fresh, nigga, they get to go to the White House. So fresh, they get to go to the White House, nigga. Even if you want to say that the White House is Illuminati or whatever, the enemy respect they move so much, they said, bring your ass over here and let's have a conversation. And they didn't die. So they walked into the gate of the Illuminati and came out. Anyway, 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 so Jay Prince got a day <laughs> giving back to the city, you know, and he's telling you the truth and kicking the, kicking the shit. But when you go look at the mayor, the mayor named you is William, they call him Bill, White. White. Mm-hmm. Oh, white man from Texas, as the mayor says, Jay Prince, you get this day. White man. Right? Now, I know you want to say for you sorry-minded motherfuckers. I got to call, call you an ignorant motherfucker. Because you have to know. You have to know that there is a God. And even if it was the Illuminati who said, give him a city, God wants to show you through the enemy since it's the Illuminati, through the enemy, that you are still great and you can get a name of the city. Now, when you look into Bill White, here it is for you conspiracy theory niggas. He was a member or is a member of the... What is it? The CFR, Council on Foreign Relations. You know how they do, do. Trilateral Commission, oh, yeah. Federal Reserve, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the World yeah, Bank, yeah, yeah. the IMF, oh, the, the International Monetary oh, no, Fund. No. Nigga, what happened back in 2012 when, when, when Dominique Kahn was the damn president of the International Monetary Fund, which you saying is the biggest Illuminati bank? That nigga came up to New York City and they hit him on rape or sex charges and arrested that nigga. He had to step down from power. But yet you want to tell me it's the motherfucking Illuminati? This motherfucker couldn't even get a simple sex case thrown out and he had to step down from the IMF? Well, he's still on the board in the background. Don't matter. 
Right. You're still going to have to change your position in the public eye. I thought you was a bully in the big, bad Illuminati that's going to enslave everybody. What the hell you care about public opinion for? See how weak your shit is when you think like that? Because you you on the sideline being a cheerleader for the motherfucking so-called Illuminati who you ain't never seen with your personal eyes a day in your damn life. Instead of cheering on for God down here. No, I'm going to tell you what the day God thinking. God that's speaking. Hey, I'm going to tell you what the day thinking. That's right. And the they, and the they, the they talk about know that if I can get these motherfuckers to keep on imagining this shit, it, it, see, man, they they thought I was man. tripping. When I was on Rich Show, they thought they thought I was tripping, Noble. When I told them, I said, "Listen, man. I said whatever you keep putting your lens on is what you will continuously create." What here's the rule of thumb: whatever your self dialogue is with yourself, and then what you convey to others from that self dialogue, and whatever you uh, see in your mind's eye that's associated with that dialogue. Is where you're at and what you're doing in your life. Make no mistakes about it. So there's no victims, man. You are where you're at based upon the, your internal dialogue and what you're thinking in your mind about how you see yourself. That's that's mm-hmm. the bottom line. And if you and if you mm-hmm. keep seeing yourself as I don't know. You know, just another nigga, or you know, you know, somebody to be led off to a concentration camp. Then, goddamn it, you're going to be in the concentration camp, and the priesthood is going to be down in Boca Raton, kicking it. That's right. Kicking it. That's right. So, 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 right. so, 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 so that that's that's how this thing roll, man. But what we and we and we not turning the cold shoulder or blind eye. What we saying is this. We showcase the weaponry. We, 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 we can show you how to do this, son. If, if, if you're yeah. ready to look, but see, I said it before, though, Noble. See, I don't know if motherfuckers really ready for that. Everybody be talking that stuff. But, man, do you know what that looks like, man? And it clearly Do you know what that really looks like? They're clearly not ready. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, hey, hey, hey. And, and anybody that got galactic activation, Man, I promise you, uh, y'all you, need to hey, put that thing in. You got you, man. Listen, you put got it in the something more valuable. You got something more valuable than him. Yo, the prime minister told a nigga early, you need to go in the time capsule and go in the ground. It's, it's, way, it's, it's, it's ground. way futuristic. Way futuristic. Yes, man. So in essence, the prime minister told you you create this reality with your motherfucking mind, and I know you can't wrap your mind around that shit, but that's okay. Mac, nigga, myastrologycoach.com. Put your email in and get up on these classes when they come in and start listening to the archives. And, and you get walked through it. But I was saying, Joe, the mayor, the mayor, you check this out, Bill White, right? He on the CFR, uh-huh. the Illuminati, right? DJ Prince uh-huh. Day, the Illuminati, DJ uh-huh. Prince Day and shit, right? This nigga used to uh-huh. be the uh, deputy. He was, what was he? he was the deputy for the energy department. He was the deputy, the United uh-huh. States Deputy Secretary of Energy. That's what he was. The Secretary of Energy. He was uh-huh. a deputy, right? So when you uh-huh. look into the Secretary, uh, or you look into the Department of Energy, right, you know they deal with nuclear uh-huh. bombs, nuclear fusion, nuclear trash, right? 
but they also check this out because we're talking about energy, right? They also uh-huh. uh, are the ones that oversee the Human Genome Project, where they're studying sequence of DNA. Now, see, I uh-huh. know what happens with the left brain, Jim. You know what's happening? Yeah, but see, they want to get our DNA so they can study us and clone us. <laughs> that right? That's what's going on. That's what's uh-huh. going on on one side of the mind. But the God mm-hmm. inside of you is telling you that, listen, the reason that we put a mayor there named White, and he was the deputy secretary for the, for the Department of Energy, okay, is because we're letting you know what real energy is. Real energy is. Mm-hmm. So the white horse are the white prince, in other words, in other words, because white is the mayor of the city for the white folks, and Jay Prince is the prince of the city for black folks. So when you put them together, because it was a, an arrangement where he acknowledged the prince, Jay Prince became the white prince at that particular time. And I ain't talking about no motherfucking, uh, uh, uh-uh. we're talking about pure light, energy. Remember, this is about energy. Energy is spirit. You understand? See, see, again, 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 because I know you want to paint the Illuminati as this big, bad, boogeyman type thing, but I'm going to tell you something. You know, I can't, I can't really stress this enough how cold God is and the spirit world is. They went to do. I mean, do we really understand? They went, the spirit world, God, went to a group of white folks and said, listen, the capital down there in Richmond, VA, the Confederate capital, if you're in Richmond, VA, do the work. Big shout out to, to, to the triple dark goddess and herself, all right? Get up on this moon energy and you put it together. They said, y'all, southern people, <laughs> y'all going to cut this shit out about slaving black folks. It ain't going down like that. Y'all really think about that. I really can't stress enough through your selective amnesia because the truth of the matter is, man, we can see the injustice from the immediate past, and we're not supposed to know it, but it's a very thin line when you're making an observation, buddy. Because the truth of the matter is, the people, the people Jew really represent a state of what they call post-traumatic slave syndrome. It's very true. It's very true. Dr. Joyce DeGuerre is very right. You know what I'm saying? You don't love each other. You should get fucked. Mm-hmm. Fuck that bitch. You know what I'm saying? It's just a bitch, bitch. You know how you know how it go down. You know what I'm saying? What you looking at, nigga? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What's that you repping, nigga? What's that you repping, nigga? You know what I'm saying? Decatur, nigga, not knowing that motherfucker, no offense. Not knowing that Decatur was a motherfucker who went to war with Africans, and you represent Decatur. You know what I'm saying? So a point is, man, the spirit world will come in a way to get white folks' ideas to come fight your battle, and you ain't even got to go to war. You did? You ain't known to go to war. You got little, 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 little epochs of time in history, you know what I'm saying, in the United States. A little uprising, a little upset you may became, made have broke some shit and burned some shit. But you ain't never went to no motherfucking military war. Mm-mm. You don't know that science. And, and God love you so much, wouldn't even create that type of casualty. Let me tell you something about God. Let a motherfucker think that he is going to come into America and try to colonize and destroy black folks. You got a whole nother motherfucking thing coming. 
this whole shit would go down and you would disappear in the black hole and it'd be the end of this whole motherfucking solar system and earthly reality as you know it. You better check Mars. Hey, and, ain't, and no, ain't no more kind of life like shit. that right there. Years ago. Hey, look, and Bobby, you will start to see motherfucking starships appear like it, like, I mean, listen, you don't want to do that. See, it makes no sense that you're going to wait till they get bigger, give them a black president, give them hope, give them Jay-Z who who going to go to Nationwide Arena from Ohio, from Nationwide to speak to the whole nation and go in on Mick Romney, who is the symbol of Rome, Romney, Rome, Mick, Michael. Michael from Rome, the old Christian order, the dirty order that came by the way of conquest and not love for the people, not respect for the people to let everybody be. You came by the way of conquest in the name of God, and that's okay to God because God is a gangster. So don't you be afraid to show your ass up when you see injustice and say stop boo-hooing about the man and what he done and go call on your God if your God is real. The truth of the matter is you don't believe that your God is real, so you never invoke that your God, invoke your God right here in the situation called the now. You don't do that. You blame. You run. So stop pushing the homosexual agenda, man. Stop loving, stop loving white Illuminati motherfuckers more than you love God. That you love your people out of love and doing the right thing and know that God got your back if somebody steps on step to you. It's the way it is. It's always been that way. Am I missing and I'm reading another damn book? Every damn story, somebody had to go to war with the goddamn government of the fucking land. And God came in and kicked their ass. Well they told you what well, they told you I think it was in Second Kings about the invisible army. See, man, see Again, that's why I started off, man, in, in my dialogue. You don't understand the invisible worlds. This type of dialogue becomes very difficult to digest. Like, it, you just, you just but when you know that, and it's been, see, and this is why I'm glad science has provided this for, for black folks, because you don't, you can't take it off faith with black folks. They ain't enough. They have proved Time and time again, right? And it's really old science. It ain't new. They're just not figuring it out. But since we use so, so much of a Western model to understand what we're going to use for truth, right? Like, it is a fact that invisible particles are responsible for the physical world that you see with your two eyes and that you feel with your hands, etc., etc. So you cannot put all of your stock and what you're seeing that's visible when you know what is forming it is invisible. It just, you just can't. You can't, you can't do it anymore. I'm glad, I'm glad that these people have come out with this term called because the truth of the matter is, man, we follow this model more than anything else because we're not really, we've we gotten away from spirituality, man. We've gotten away from it. We talk it, but we ain't in it. We not we not we not really utilizing that part of ourselves, man. We call on these things that's in that's inside of us to materialize in the objective world, man. We not we not doing it on a regular basis. If we were, man, we wouldn't be going through half the stuff that we're going through, man. So you know we got we got eleven minutes, man. Call in, man. Eight one eight three six nine zero three six eight. If you out there in, in uh, blog talk world or listening in whatever whatever medium you listening to this on. Uh, and make sure you get to the website, man, myastrologycoach.com. 
uh, under events. We have a book coming out called Spiritual Wisdom for the 21st Century. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal work, man. Me and Ampu co-authored this book, our first book that we co-authored together. Um, we're going to be releasing it in Atlanta. Uh, we're going to have a workshop that Saturday. If you come down to the workshop, you get the book for free. Uh, we're going to be going over this detail that we talked about tonight. I mean, we're going to be talking about in the workshop some of the information that we talked about tonight with, with a lot more nuggets, man, getting into the actual neuroscience behind it, um, giving some old tidbits up about uh, the atmosphere, the ionosphere, and how to utilize these techniques in order to render personal things to your personal space. What we're talking about tonight is a is a global thing, you know what I mean? Using this science globally to initiate events and change in this world. Uh, but as far as on an individual level, to magnetize things in your personal space, this information can also be used too. Um, so you want to come down, man, get the book, get it uh, signed by myself and Apu, and then Sunday we're going to take it to one of the ancient sites. Oh no, we want we want to Stone Mountain. We were going to go to one of the mounds, but. We're going to take it to Stone Mountain so that we can reenact what we started back in 2013 and finish up uh, some unfinished business, man. And uh, it's going to be real exciting. Um, and we're going to utilize this 7-Eleven energy, man. You know, like Noble said, man, and Beyonce come out with this 7-Eleven record, you know, and I heard some people trying to use some conspiracy on that. Listen, man, this thing is about us people <laughs> called superstars are being used as what you would call a hieroglyph on the wall that have now been animated in this particular time in order to render a message to you if you're wise enough to be able to discern it. It's not always somebody, you know, you know, trying to do something to you subliminally. It's not it's not it, it is subliminal, but sometimes it's for you to wake up. It's to, it's to try to put that message to you in a sublime form, especially when the person themselves might not even be aware. Just like Trinidad James and Future, when he came out with, I'm going to the moon, I'm going to the moon, and he told you his name of his album was Pluto. And then he told you, it's like, voila, magic, voila. Like you, some of these catchphrases in these records, you know, we, you know, we talk about the periodic table and the 11 line, the gold and the silver and the copper being a currency line. But when you understand the number 11 and what the mystics talked about with this number 11, you see this phenomenon occurring all over the world. And people write books about this 11 phenomenon and what it represents, hence Jew 11, 11, because I've been going through that experience for the last 10 years of my life. So I know exactly what they're talking about because I've been through the experience and go through it regularly to understand when that doorway is open, when that Dallas is being open to receive information from the realms of light so that I can apply it in this world to be able to be successful, help other people, teach other people, et cetera, et cetera, about spiritual things. So, you know, when you see uh, Trinidad James, and we know that on, on this 11 line in the periodic table, they're talking about currency. What they're really talking about is this is how you get your voltage, right? This is where your voltage comes through in order, in order to charge you up in this physical world, you see? And then you get Trinidad James come out with a record when he tells you, gold all on my watch, gold all on my chain, gold all on my range. See, see, they don't even know it. They, they're, they're being used as vessels for the spirit to communicate. You know what I mean? And you see the Egyptians, yeah. our ancestors, walking around with all this gold on. 
right? Because when you understand gold, it's the only uh, metal that actually refracts light. But why is that important? Only a real scientist will understand that when you understand the effects of planetary energy and waves. But that's for an elite group of people to hear. You know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, man, so that's pretty much it, man. So join us, man, in Atlanta, 7-Eleven. We going in. It's the priesthood. We going hard, man, for the rest of 2015, man. It just is what it is. Uh, you hear us talking on these ways, man. You want us to come to your town and drop this data. Call us. Hit us up on the line. The number's on the website. Think of what it is, Noble 267-403-478. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's it. Two six seven four zero three forty seventy eight. Hit us on that line, man. Yeah. You'll get myself or you'll get the beer. And um we'll be glad to talk to you, man. Chop it up with you, man. We accessible. You know, we yeah. call ourselves the people's champs, man. That's just what it is, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what it you is, know. man. And I I'll close out, man, with um um you know, as we close out <laughs> we close out. Don't go too fast because um, you want to close out really respecting and honoring the God because those of you that's here, if you're here and you are, you heard this message, then you know that it is a bigger galactic um, event that is more to our physical reality. You're looking into the realm of quantum. You're looking into the realm of spirit. And um that is a really, really, really great thing when we get to that point in our lives where we recognize God first. So, you know, the hashtags will be, you know, God over Illuminati. You know what I'm saying? Spirit over conspiracy. You understand? Know it's God over everybody, like Bila said. God over everybody. Be legit. You know, so it's 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 us recognizing where we are in respecting God. I can't say that enough at the end. Respecting God. So as the Prime Minister said, the, our current artists, our beautiful brothers, our beautiful sisters, they are vessels for the spirit. And going out with Beyonce, if you look at her name, you can say, yes, they want, or she was once a day, which is a title from uh, a time of your glory of 7-Eleven in the Moors. The time of your glory and Beyonce once a day came out with a song called 7-Eleven. And 7-Eleven is the year that the Moors go up into Spain and start to bring the light known as the medieval age, right? Or times, and you, you start to bring the light. That's 7-Eleven. But you go to the 7-Eleven to buy your blunt to get you something to drink. When you go to the dice game, you're trying to hit for 7-Eleven to get that money once a day. So that's the spirit world again saying something monumental happened in 7-Eleven, so much so a franchise is going to name itself after it. And then you will start to see a goddess who got Louisiana roots, which you know now is magic. Let's go out with 7-Eleven. Sense feel the darkness of space right now. Relax. And at this time, you can really envision the will of the Ezekiel because you're so powerful and God wants you to know if you truly believe in God ask for a sign tonight so we can do it dear God we know that you hear us we know that you're real show us a divine sign from the will so see the will see the will as you listen to Beyonce and we fade out in peace, we thank you. Toda, toda, toda. Peace.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.